Leadership to me is living by example. Okay. You know, in the military, there, there are two kinds yeah. of leaders. There are one kind that they will point to the hill and say, go take that hill. And then there's another kind that'll grab the gun and start charging down the hill and they, they, they say, let's take that hill. Mm. Well, the one who grabs the gun and runs down the hill, that's a leader. Their first principle of leadership is to lead by example. Okay. To live your life in such a way that if the people follow you and do what you do, everything will be all right. Welcome to the Nicholas Brown Podcast, a podcast talk show about real estate investing, business leadership, and personal development. Each week, we explore current real-life case studies about how to build financial independence through investing in real estate to build your personal portfolio through passive income models, along with interviews from the top business leaders and personal development leaders. Now, here's your host, Nicholas Brown. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I got another episode, but if you listen to my previous episodes, make sure you download that. I don't know what episode it is, but I know it was earlier. You can you can do this. I got Dr. Harris back again, but make sure you guys download. If you're listening on a podcast, subscribe, whatever uh, podcast handle you're using. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe also. I got ongoing series about leadership, which I got one of my personal mentors. I've been knowing him for a minute. I'm going to make this short. Like I said, we're not going to get passion. I'm going to let him get passion in the subject. What I'm going to do, <laughs> we're going to read the about section. Then we're going to go deep into the book. I have an author here. He sold hundreds of thousands of books. If you download that, I'm just going to cut it short. The 12 Universal Laws of Success. We're going to get more into this book. I'm going to get some, some chapters that ties in with leadership and it ties in with personal development. This is a great book, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to read the about section, and then we're going to get deep into it. I'm going to ask Dr. Harris some questions. I'm going to read some chapters in this book, and then we're going to get his perspective, okay? So here we go. Let me get the about section here. Dr. Harris is a personal development leader, author of the book called The 12 Universal Laws of Success. This book provides an organized, straightforward, step-by-step approach to basic success principles and the laws of universe universe under which they operate. For more information, reach out to Dr. Harris at herbertharris.com. As I said before, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get deep into it. You'll see what I mean. So what I'm going to do, the short version of this, Went to the Marine Corps, 89 and 93, got out of the Marine Corps. I say about four to five years after that, I came across, if you guys know my age, go to PBS, you watch Dr. I don't know if he's a doctor, but Tony Brown, the Tony Brown show on PBS. I saw this man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I saw this man out there. That's that's how long it tell you. So it's been over some 25 years. Am I right, Dr. Harris? Least, yes, least, absolutely. Uh, yes. 25 yeah. years. So the story to this, if you see this book here on YouTube, every time I used to, when I used to pass this book out and let someone read it, I could never get this book back. I just <laughs> tell you how good this book is, personal development at that time. I remember going to work 
um, in Northern Dallas on there, having this book on the bus stop, reading chapters on there. But if I gave it away, I couldn't get it back. So this is an example. But here's what I'm going to do. If you guys listen in, make sure you grab this on um, Amazon. It's on the site. Grab this book, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm going to read page 26. I'm going to go to page 26, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to get his perspective. But I'm going to read something that ties in with being a leader and being person development. So this here ties in with the introduction of the book. And it's called The Four Stages of Life, which is education, sensation, and experience, power, immortality, which if you can, Dr. Harris, explain that, the four stages we go through in life. Well, you know, Nicholas, the four stages, that first stage is first, the stage of education, okay. which is your first stage. It's generally from birth until about 20 to 25 years old. Okay. And the essence of that stage is this is where you learn the basic principles of life. Okay. This is where you learn the difference between right and wrong. This is where you learn your value system. Also, you learn some of the negative things. You know, the first three words are, a child learns a no, stop, and don't. Mm. And then once mm. they start talking, they learn shut up. Right. <laughs> and so in this first stage of life, it's really about teaching you how, how not to get hurt and hopefully how to prosper, how to learn, how to process. That's right. It prepares you for the second stage of life, which is the stage of what we I like to call it experience and sensation. Okay. And here you have, this is where you learn about things that feel good. Mm -hmm. so you learn what ages? What ages are there? That's why I want the listeners yeah, the and people watching. That, I want them to focus on that, especially in my demographics from 40 and 50. You're going to hit the pay, you're going to hit it when you talk about the third and fourth stage. <laughs> <laughs> but the first stage, normally, like you said, it's an infant, what what and a teenager, what what ages is that for as a education, you would but, say? Well that that the, the education, the first stage is like the first 20 or 25 years. Hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Okay, 20 to 25 years, okay. And then from age 20 to 40, in that area, 20 to 40, 25 to 50, that we call that the age of sensation. Okay, age and of sensation, okay. And that's where you move out from home, for example. That's when you sort of strike out on your own and you learn about life, you learn about things that feel good, things that feel bad. You learn about sex, you learn about love, you learn about drugs, you learn about competition. You learn about the, really your, your, your sense of feeling begins to develop, whether you feel good about yourself. Okay. The things, that, the things that happen in that first stage begin to manifest in the second stage. Okay, which ladies and gentlemen, this is a man of wisdom. I promise this, I'm gonna tell you a story that's where it lead to this, it's leadership. That's why I want to focus these, these podcasts for the next three to six months or this year or whatever on leadership. This man, if I give you the list of the people he's been with or helped, for example, I'll go with, <laughs> for me, with Reverend Ike. Everybody, I tell the age difference. But I want to get back to this, uh, um, Dr. Harris. Let's talk about leadership. You, were you always an entrepreneur spirit as a younger age, too? Were you in the leadership? Just, yeah, I was always an entrepreneur. You know, okay. my mother was an entrepreneur. She was a school teacher. Okay. She also taught music. 
Okay. Ah, okay, okay. She was also a seamstress. Wow, okay. And she had little groups that she had. You know, she was a musician. She had a little gospel group. Okay. So she was always, a job was just like the anchor. Okay. But the other entrepreneurial things were what brought her money from all kinds of other different other directions. So with that, Dr. Harris, you followed her. She led you, but she followed you. Somehow she inspired you, am I correct, to become yes. an entrepreneur? Okay, yeah. that's what we want to focus. That's why I want to give you an example. So when you said that chapter for for education sensation, someone someone led you to that. So it was your follow. It was your group. It was your mother, right? My my mother and I had an <laughs> uncle. So tell me that. So you you followed a leader, which is your, your your mother at that time. And you said you had an uncle also that stood out that led you to. I'm thinking to the second stage of teen your your twenties to become a Attorney, right? Become an attorney. I finished okay. college at that point because I started college very young. I started college at 16. Wow. Wow. And, uh, wow. Using them books, huh? Oh, so man. I was, I was an Urkel before there was an Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 You're right. And the beautiful thing about my uncle was he was a very successful lawyer. He started, he was, now he was an entrepreneur. Okay. But, but he represented uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Remember the basketball player? He represented Della Reese, the singer. Wow. Wow. Uh, a lot. Uh, Sidney Poitier, who just passed. I met Sidney in his law office. Really? Yes. Wow. Your uncle was part of that. Yeah, my uncle was a part of that. He was a part of an era. He came along in the 50s. He started practicing law in the 50s. Wow. And he came along at an era in which uh, especially people of color, but right. well, you had the late track, you know, in life, you were going to talk a bit pioneer. about it. He pioneered. He was a pioneer. See, you can, you can either lay track or get on the train and see leaders are the ones who lay track. <laughs> <laughs> you can lay track or get on the train. I love that. I love That's that. It. Okay. Okay. He was a person who laid track. And when you, when you're affiliated with a person who lays track, that's a different kind of relationship. You see? Okay. Okay. And very often, you know, as a leader here, he was a military man too. Really? But as a leader, you have leaders who, when we look at the stages of life, you're sort of tying it all together. Right. That second stage of life, in, in that stage of sensation, many people who are potential leaders get sucked into the feeling nature. Okay. So they may develop bad habits like alcohol. Okay. Okay. They, they may develop um, uh, that whole emotional thing where they get so involved with women and chasing women and chasing whomever you like. Okay. Right. Right. To the point that it, they lose track. They lose sight of the vision thinking that status as a leader there you know, go. thinking that's gonna help them you know the keep moving or whatever hey if i drink this if i smoke this i can do more work yeah, or whatever yeah. like that yeah and see and then the, in that second stage of life your ego strikes out too now you want to look a certain way you want people to respond to you to you in a certain way okay and that can either be positive or negative because when you move into the third stage of life what age is that now we're talking now 40 to 60. 
Okay, okay. Now, everybody moves at a different, but somewhere 40 to 60. Some people don't get to the third stage until they're 50 years old, 50 to 75. But most people, 40 to 60. Let me make a point, Dr. Dr. Harris, for leadership and success. Success is not always about money, ladies and gentlemen. It's not all about, about money. Am I right, Dr. No. Harris? It's not all about no. money. Because money is just a transaction, so, you know, financial freedom to me. You know, yes. I don't have to have. So it just varies. So do not get that mixed up, ladies and gentlemen. You know, am I right, Dr. Harris? Because of that age you're coming with. A way to keep score. You see, right. money, I think everybody kind of agrees that money is necessary. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. It's necessary. But most <laughs> of us, you know, we say we want money, but we really want happiness. That's right. Right. So maybe money can give us some security to... Right. Commit us not to be worried about, you know, where we eat and where we drink and where we live to give us a little more happiness, time to be happy. So, but money in itself is really nothing other than Johnny Coleman, a great minister, a good friend of Reverend Ike's, Johnny Coleman said, money is the getting potential of your self-image. Money is the getting potential of your self-image. Okay. Okay. And so what that means is this. Your self-image can be so strong that you can get what other people have to pay for for nothing. Uh, that's deep. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And right. So that wow, third that's stage, deep, man. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I love that. So tell them that story, uh, Dr. Harris. I want to focus on you. You're a successful man. You're a successful man. How you came to your point and got to Dr. Uh, well, Mr. Um, Tony Brown, people don't know the story. I'm telling them the story as a leadership on there. But at that age, did you go through some ups and downs for your third? Because oh, yeah, <laughs> you was an attorney, right? You was an attorney? An attorney. And, and, you know, one of the things, Nicholas, about having money young, I got, I had a couple of really good deals. So by the time I was 20, 25, 20 years old, I bought my first car, paid me a, a convertible Thunderbird. Wow. You know, right, got right, a house. Right. And so what I found was that when you get money young, sometimes you can get off course. Okay. And we see it a lot with our athletes. When you get a, and I didn't, and I never got the kind of, you know, millions of dollars, but I got enough money at that time to, to change my life. Right. And that money can pull you off the path because money gives you options. That's right, right. And every option is not a good one. That's right. All money ain't good money, I always say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right, right. And so I had to overcome bad habits. I mean, I was at, at that age, being 20, 25, 30 years old, that, that, that first, that second stage of life, that age of sensation, mm -hmm. having some money gave you great possibilities. So I was a ladies' man, you know. Okay. I had a, a brownstone, you know, in New York, right. a hall of my old house now sells right. for about $3 million. But the wow. time I got it, right. it was, right. Right. was, was just evolving again. Right. But you had, you had yeah. money because real estate, ladies and gentlemen, well, y'all know this is real estate. I deal with real estate. So he don't done that. I just want y'all to know the stages. Everybody goes up and down, but here's an example here, the, the wealth. Yeah. So for leadership. Yeah. So and, at that time, did you have some slight failures? <laughs> oh man, I had failures. Yeah, well, I made a lot of bad decisions, but you know, to tie this in, that first stage of life where you get your value system. Okay. 
that when you come along in that second stage, that it's sensation and experience, okay. the value system is like a rudder on a ship. You know, when you when you when you're on the I like to call it the river of time. You're like a boat on the river of time, and your rudder is what guides the ship. Okay. And so, as a young person, when you can get a strong value system, a sense of right and wrong, and who you really are, then when that second stage, when those failures come you know how to handle them, okay? Okay. When the disappointments come, you know how to handle it. And so with a strong value system from my parents, you know, I never went so far overboard that I couldn't get back. Okay, <laughs> right, right, right. When you're in that sensation stage, if all you lose is money, I've lost my house. I've lost my money, <laughs> okay? And start, had to literally start over at least three times. Yeah. But it was in your head. You had the 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 plan. You had the you always had the system. plan. You know? Right. When stuff right. didn't go right, very early I learned that failure. There's no such thing as failure. There are only lessons. That's right. That's right. If you accept failure, then you'll never be successful. When things don't work for you, when you lose your money, when you lose a deal, when stuff goes against you, if you have the attitude that this is a lesson that the purpose of this failure is to teach me a lesson. Right. The word, at least I learned what not to do. <laughs> right, 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 right. And people pay you because yeah. you tell them, hey, you don't want to do that. They'll pay you because you take them to the road, the straight and narrow, because you don't yeah. went through it. <laughs> right. But you know, Nicholas, you're in real estate. One of the things in, in, that, in that era, that second stage of life, I learned a little bit about Harlem was a hot area for no money down. You know, Harlem mm. was going through a transition and it was hard to get loans. They had redlined the district in New York. And so you couldn't get bank loans, very hard. Okay. And so as a result, you, what do you call it? No money down deals were always around. Creative financing, yeah. Creative financing. But what I learned about the no money down deal, it, it, it's not about the no money down, is what it takes to put that piece of property in operation. That's right, the cash flow. Oh, right. cash flow, how you get into cash flow. And then you come in a New York City, you get a house with no money down. First, if somebody's selling you a deal with no money down, that's something <laughs> they want to get rid of. So that right there. <laughs> right, right, right. Or they don't have the creative technique to get that's some it. type of cash flow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they've given up on it. They don't know how to convert that particular property into an asset. Right, right. And so they give it to you with no money down, you jump in it. And man, you get a town like New York where you have tenants, where you have rent control, where you have regulations. I bought a property one time and when they didn't have heat, the furnace was defective and it was in the winter. And man, next thing I know, they're fining me $1,000 a day. <laughs> wow. Really? really? Could you afford it at that time of your no. stage of life? You couldn't? No. Okay. No, not, you never afford a fine of $1,000 a day. I don't care how rich you are. It's like, Without losing the property. That's what my, my point was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't lose the property, but but the fine really clamped you down, you know, and that got ugly. And then what I learned from that was no money down was okay, but you needed to have money available to develop that asset. Right, reserves, as we call yeah. it, yeah, miscellaneous. You, know, you don't hear a lot about no money down deals too much because 
man, a lot of us who got into that, man, you get in there with no money down that, and, and you know, real estate can be like a black hole, man. It could be sucking up your money from this and sucking up, and then you get the tenants, and then you get a rent strike, and you can find yourself in a whole situation. Well, on the side notes, ladies and gentlemen, then I'm going to get back to the leadership. I'm going to tell my profession is there is no money down situation, how you structure that. It's mm -hmm. all about the paper. It's all about the construction on that. So it, even in your time, uh, Dr. Harris, I could have had a no money down situation because mm -hmm. that's what you write on that contract. If you want it for 50, mm -hmm. you know, and you need 5,000 down, I'm probably going to sell it to someone for 55 or 60. And give me 10,000 down. I'm going to give you there your you five. I'm going to walk away with five, but I'm still yeah. on the contract. I control that, that thing. Yes. This episode is brought to you by NicholasBrownREI.club. Hello and thanks for watching this brief video. My name is Nicholas Brown. I'm an author and a residential developer here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And we're on target this quarter of redeveloping five properties here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And our passive investors, they're just sitting back and relaxing it because they're enjoying receiving the double-digit returns, which is protected, secured, and insured. So if you're a passive investor or if you have 401k or retirement income or decent credit scores in the 700 and above, then download our chart for more information at nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner and I'll send you our DFW double digit returns case study chart. Once again, for more information, go to nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner. But that's just an example, though. But yeah. I don't, I don't want to get off on your, on your, yeah. on your section for yeah. leadership, Doctor. Well, Harris. but you know, one thing on that. Eventually, <laughs> when you hit, when you have failures like that, sure, you learn. So exactly, that, I, that's a that's something I learned. I yeah, learned. You learn from you it. Know? I have lost money. I've lost properties yeah. also, just like you have lost too. Yeah. But yeah. it's just instant, though. Yeah. But but one of the interesting things you learn is that when when you're doing deals people understand and so now if i want to do a no money down deal i'll tell the guy i'm like no i won't take it you know you got to do some creative financing now so eventually you get to the point where you get the house plus money <laughs> right 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 how you structure it yeah yeah i'm pretty sure so what you're doing is perfectly right i mean that when you have the vision of beyond the beyond the sale when you see right. the whole vision Right. Then you can do what you're talking that which is excellent. excellent. Which we went to our stage that we didn't both me and you, I didn't have failures, but I learned from my failures. But if it comes close to that time, which I think you call it sensation or whatever, sensation yes. experience, I know where it's not gonna be a long of a pain of right. a sensation at that yes. time. So explain this for what ages, what, what part of it when you're in your 40s or 50s or 50s to 60s? That's the third stage. Can you explain that? Now, the, stage, the third stage is the stage of power. Okay, that's where we go. This is where you learn the deal. You learn the game. You've, you've gone through the failures. You've gone through some victories, some lessons. But at this point in that third stage, you, you figure out what you want to do in life, what you want to be in life. Hmm. Start setting your sight now on some serious goals. You see, now I've been here, I've been this, but now let me become more clear about my goals. When we say write the vision, make it plain. That's right. 
let me become clear now. I want to be a realtor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a writer. I want to, whatever it is, you become clear about what you want your life to, to represent. And now you have the discipline. In the third stage of life, discipline is key. And you know, you're a military person in the, in the Marines. Discipline is everything. Oh, yeah. If there's right. no discipline, there's chaos. Right. When you have no discipline in your life, you create failure. Okay. Okay. So in that third stage of life, you learn now to take control of your emotions. You know, so if you're a ladies man, like I was at that point, you say, you know what, all lady that you don't need to do all of that. Anymore. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a whole right. other trip. So you say, let me take control of that. Let me, let me be more introspective about what right. I do. Right. Right. Uh, did you have anyone under you? Did you the way? Did you have a staff? Anything when you had your when you was an attorney? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I had a good staff. I had a. My specialty was mainly entertainment law and trial work. Okay, okay. So I I worked for a lot of other lawyers handling their stuff. Okay, so you had to lead your. How many people would a minimum you have in your staff at that time? Because we're talking about. I want to talk about the leadership part yeah. too i just want to so show in the, in the law practice we were relative we had a researcher we had two lawyers two secretaries uh, what they well now they called paralegals okay and so you had was, a team but yeah, you had, had the last word but everyone coincide worked as a team together am i right well that that's when you have a team of people you have to be clear about what to tell them that's right you okay you they can't follow you where you don't know where you're going right <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll walk blind. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay, okay. And, and so that that was a good evolutionary period to learn how to state the case, how to paint the vision, so that other people could buy into it. When when you're uh, uh, as a trial lawyer, your whole job is to paint a picture. When you're on a trial, is you want to convince the judge or the jury that whatever your position is is the truth. You know. He didn't do it, you know, right, and this right. is why he didn't do it. And this is how it was impossible that, that for him to do it. You know, you paint a picture one way and then of course the other side paints another picture. But in that third stage of life, you learn who you really are and you take control. I like to call it an assessment. You assess your strengths, you assess your weaknesses and you develop a way to focus on your strengths Control your weaknesses. Right. Get desired result based on your goals and your vision for yourself. So that third stage of life is, I like to say, that's when you make it happen. And that's why it's in that stage that most people get to the top. They become the CEO. Okay. They become the head person in whatever, you know, discipline they're in. But it's where you, that third stage is you have to take control of your thoughts. So that you're thinking positive, uplifting thoughts. You have to mm -hmm. take control of your emotions so that you're not overwhelmed by stuff that feels good. You're not overcome by fear. You're not undermined by doubt. You have to take control of your habits because your habits can blow you away. If you can have all the good smarts, all the good intent, but if you have bad habits, if you're disorganized, mm -hmm. if you're always late, okay, right. if you, if, 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 those habits can undermine your dreams and then the fourth key is you got to learn how to pick your people, pick your team, your relationships. That's right. And so in that third stage, you learn like there are certain people that you 
you hold close and there's certain people you push away. Right, right. Even get down to the point where you have your family. And, you know, you can't divorce your family, but you can sure limit the access. Right. <laughs> it's right. like, you, you, you my kind of family that I see on holidays. <laughs> <laughs> right. Very seldom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're, We're not going to celebrate this, this time. Yes. After that, hey, you got to leave here. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, so that third stage, is, and I think we're all now, I consider myself in the third and fourth stage. You, okay. And all of them kind of interlap, overlap okay. for a way. But that third stage is where you you come into your own, as you, you, as you are doing right now. You're defining sure. who you are. Right. And the okay. fourth okay. stage is the biggie. The What's fourth, the biggie? What's the That's, biggie, Dr. Harris? You know, the stage of immortality. Mm. And this is, okay. what do you want your life to have stood for? Mm. You know, when you when you go to a funeral and they, you have, so often they call it the sunrise and the sunset, okay? When you were born and when you made your transition. Well, what did you do in between? Ooh, that's what's, scary. That's scary. Yeah. That's What's the quality of your <laughs> life? What yeah. did you leave? You know, mm -hmm. did you leave footprints? Okay. Did you leave shoes that other people can step into and become mm. leaders and grow? Right. Did you, where did you leave a positive vibration that can be built on? And so the fourth stage of life, that's uh, that's why I say the immortality to at some point you say, I would like to live my life so that the impact of my living remains after I have made my transition. This episode is brought to you by Nicholas Brown, REI.club. Hello and thanks for watching this brief video. My name is Nicholas Brown. I'm an author and a residential developer here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And we're on target this quarter of redeveloping five properties here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And our passive investors, they're just sitting back and relaxing it because they're enjoying receiving the double-digit returns, which is protected, secured, and insured. So if you're a passive investor or if you have 401k or retirement income or decent credit scores in the 700 and above, then download our chart for more information at nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner and I'll send you our DFW double digit returns case study chart. Once again, for more information, go to nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner. Okay, well, that's going to lead to this, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, make sure if you listen in, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this. We're going to get more. I'd love to have Dr. Harris come on again also in time for another series. Once we get your questions, leave your questions and reviews. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe, leave your, leave your questions and reviews. That's going to lead to page 92 of the book, ladies and gentlemen. We're just about done. So, not, which is going to tie in to what I'm saying for leadership and personal development. On page 92, it's the law of human magnetism. What I'm going to do is read this, ladies and gentlemen, then I'm going to get Dr. Harris' perspective on this because this deals with leadership. Whether you, you're a one-man show or whatever, whether you're a husband or wife, it doesn't matter. So um, this is part of life. The law of, hum of human magnetism would you read chapter five? Is that chapter five? Okay, chapter five. The fifth universal law of success is the universal law of human magnetism. It is sometimes called the universal law of radiation and attraction. 
This law is stated in Galatians, Galatians 6, 7. For, for whosoever a person soweth, that shall they also reap. So whether you ate this or whatever, this is, go to the best text booklet, which is the Bible, which he has chapters of this book, ladies and gentlemen, because it's the same thing, different time. But if you follow these principles that he's showing you, you will be successful. So I'm going to continue this. I'm going to read these first chapters. Then he's going to go in deep. I just want to prove a point and read this. A simple statement of the fifth universal law is like attracts like. The basic principle of the universal law of human magnetism is that you attract what you are and you are what you think about most of the time. Get this point, ladies and gentlemen, when I get through with it. Each of us is a human magnet attracting. Most of you guys are listening on LinkedIn. I'm going to give you this why I'm trying to prove a point here. Each of us is a human magnet attracting or repelling like or unlike thoughts, feelings, and associations into our life experience, as Dr. Harrison said previously, this universal law of radiation and attraction reveals one of the fundamental principles of life, that life is lived from within out. With, I'm going to repeat that, that life is lived from within out. I always say you live, live daily, you die once. Whatever the vision of your desired life experience, it will only manifest what you feel in your innermost feelings that you are worthy, that key word, worthy of it. This is desired outcome. This desired outcome has its greatest impact when it is in harmony. That's a key word too, in harmony. No stinking thinking. We gotta be together on this. This is a culture thing with the purpose. What's our mission? By Reverend Ike, feeling gets the blessing. <laughs> Yes, that is deep, man. That's deep. You just got to some, say something similar to that, ladies and gentlemen. Just repeat this. Repeat this. If you got to re rewind it. So attitude. Your attitude is a form of human radiation, which gives other people a perception and understanding of who you are, what you are about, and where you are going. Where are you going? I want to stress that point. Listen in. Watch this. Where are you going? in your life. It is a manner of feeling, acting, and thinking that shows your disposition, opinion, and personality. This instrument of communication is a moment-to-moment -moment projection of your thoughts and feelings onto the world. Based on whatever you send out, the world responds to you. Your attitude, I repeat that, your attitude is a powerful tool which can be used effectively to attract desired people, things, and circumstances in your life experience. The two primary, then I'm gonna get Dr. Harris' perspective is, here are the two primary components of attitude are projection and per perception. So elaborate on that, Dr. Harris. Well, you know, Nicholas, the, the, what you send out, you know, there's a whole, the, the whole body of knowledge, the book, The Secret, is okay. the secret is that you attract into your life that which you desire. And so each of us is almost like a radio. And when you dial in a certain station on that radio, you can hear the, the programming. And so in our lives, how we feel is like the frequency on the radio. 
Mm. And so like when you feel good about yourself, you radiate that. People get it. They when you're coming down the street, you're almost whistling and you got a certain walk and you feel the vibe. Yeah, you got in your stride and cutting your strut, you know, and people <laughs> feel it. Right. And that's that thing that you're radiating, that's that energy, that's that vibration. And so when we couple that with the idea life is lived from within out, we're saying that whatever you're sending out is confirmed by what comes back to you. Mm. And so when we find ourselves in our lives where we're attracting a lot of negative people, I, I once on a trial and I was representing a guy who was a pickpocket. He stole people. He robbed people, picked their wallets out of their pockets. And uh, he was really good at it. <laughs> you can be really good at bad things. But he said he always knew who to rob. Hmm, he said he how? could look at a person. Yeah, he could see how they walked, how they looked around, how they related mm, to them. Their posture. Yes, their posture. Right. And so if you find, and for the listeners, if you are attracting a lot of negative people into your space, if you're attracting consistent failure into your space, don't look outside. You know, it's very easy to blame other people. Like, man, all these no good people keep coming into my life. You know, why are they doing that? It's their fault. What you realize is that you call in that Galatians when it says whatsoever you sow it, that also when you reap, when you're sending out mm. a vibration. And so if you're sending out a negative vibration of unworthiness, mm. if you don't feel worthy of good things coming to you, you're going to attract people who confirm that vibration. So you're going to attract people who will take advantage of you. Have you ever noticed, Nicholas, there's some people that somebody's always stealing from them. <laughs> that somebody's always cheating on them. That right. somebody's always doing things to them that are not positive, negative things. So what is that? That person needs to look inside and say, what am I doing that's calling people into my life who cheat? Right. What am I doing it's causing me consistent failure. You know, even when I, I'm doing all the things I supposed to, I'm supposed to be doing and yet I fail. There may be an issue inside that feeling. When Reverend Ike says feeling is the blessing is that whatever you feel about yourself is confirmed by your outside world. Mm. Okay. And so that, that whole idea there of the feeling is the blessing and the attitude is the way that your feelings are communicated to the world. Okay. Your attitude is like the, the waves that take your feeling nature out and let the world know. And so when you, you know, when you see certain people coming down the street, man, they have a certain attitude, their face is all drawn up. They, they're walking like, don't get in my way. Right, right. And you can feel they haven't said a word. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, right. You know, and, right. And, and, and you know, from the, from the military, when you're dealing how you deal with people, are, a part of knowing what to do is to size them up based <laughs> right. on the vibration you're getting from them. Right, right, right. Walking in the room, you can tell who, who what, what their posture or their feeling is, most people, when they walk in the room or their attitude, as you say before. So one question, then we're just about to wrap this, um, Dr. Harris, which I appreciate your time. As you see, ladies and gentlemen, time goes by fast, but I can't let you go because of these series is about leadership. So Dr. Harris, what's your understanding? What is leadership to you over your life of bliss? You've been blessed, leadership has changed you. You've been in different types of positions or whatever at that time of your life. 
what is leadership overall to you? Well, number one, leadership to me is living by example. Okay. You know, in the military, there, there are two kinds yeah. of leaders. There are one kind that they will point to the hill and say, go take that hill. And then there's another time they'll grab the gun and start charging down the hill and they, they, they say, let's take that hill. Mm. Well, the one who grabs the gun and runs down the hill, that's a leader. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, I, I can see it. Have my yeah. eyes closed. That's what I'm going with. I'm going with that one. Yeah. Bold. Yeah. Take the step. No fear. That's it. So right that's right. Yeah. That's it. The first, the first principle of leadership is to lead by example. Okay. Live your life in such a way that if the people follow you and do what you do, everything will be all right. This episode is brought to you by NicholasBrownREI.club. Hello, and thanks for watching this brief video. My name is Nicholas Brown. I'm an author and a residential developer here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And we're on target this quarter of redeveloping five properties here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And our passive investors. They're just sitting back and relaxing it because they're enjoying receiving the double-digit returns, which is protected, secured, and insured. So if you're a passive investor or if you have 401k or retirement income or decent credit scores in the 700 and above, then download our chart for more information at nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner, and I'll send you our DFW double-digit returns case study chart. Once again, for more information, go to nicholasbrownrei.club forward slash partner. Wow, that's, that's cut and dry. So you don't <laughs> have to own a business or whatever. You can be husband, wife, wife and husband or whatever. You know, that's what leadership is. Lead by that's an it. example, positive example. That's awesome. Well, hey, Dr. Harris, hey, man, I appreciate your time. Once again, I'm so excited. It just moves so fast. What do you got going going on? Would you see the book, ladies and gentlemen, you see on YouTube, make sure you guys go online. How can they get that book? They can get it. Of course, it's on all Amazon, Walmart, all the digital websites. Uh, it's, of course, on our website, herbertharris.com. Okay. And then what we've been working on is, you know, I've learned that I've done a lot of seminars and webinars. And one thing this pandemic has really given people a chance to be at home. Right. So we designed a home study course. Okay. Embodying a lot of the principles from the book. It's called the new you for the new year home study course. Okay. And it's available through our website, herbertharris.com. But in this home study course, we teach the four principles of transformation. Number one, that you have to assess where you are. You know, life is like a, a, a GPS. We have a GPS. And when you, when you want to get the, use your GPS effectively, you need two things. You need to know where you are and where you're going. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's really useless without those two things. And so to transform yourselves, the first uh, class in our home study course is to assess your location. We call it face the facts. Let's look at who you really are. Let's look at your strengths. Let's look at your weaknesses, okay? The second class is called changing the sales. It's called making the life changes. What changes, what, based on your assessment, what changes must you make in your life to transform your life to become what you want to be? Okay. okay. We talk about ways to make changes. 
uh, that, that, and with our courses, a workbook, so you can start writing the stuff down. We try to apply spiritual principle. Write the vision. Write your vision. The third class is about, we call it setting your goals and objectives. That many times we may not know where we're going, but when we assess our situation, when we look at taking corrective action, it reveals something to us. You know, it's like one of the questions we ask is like, what is it that you that brings you joy? You know, hmm. what is it, you know, because we can get so involved with dealing with circumstances and situations that we forget what brings us joy. Right. Right. And start looking at life from that perspective. And then the fourth class is called commitment to action. That once you've assessed it, once you've addressed it, once you now have a, a goal in mind, then you got to, you, you, the rubber hits the road. It's not enough to write it down. It's what you have to now is develop a consistent daily method of operation to take you from where you are to where you want to go. And so this home study course is going to change the game plan because it gives people a chance to learn it at their pace. Matter of fact, we have a section in there on how to study. We took it right from the book. That's how what I was about study. to say. In the yes. original book, you get an assessment. On how to study. On okay. okay. But you got an online course with videos, or is it person to person? Is it on it's Zoom? Audio. Or yeah, okay. The reason we did it with audio is because I want people to be able to listen to it while they're riding. That's right. I, I want to be able to close their eyes. Okay. So this is an audio. Uh, yeah, it's or, an audio. Okay. Yeah, four audios with the introduction, and then it has a workbook. Okay. The, the workbook is a fill in the blanks. You can fill it in online or you can print it out, but the fill in the blanks, because as you begin to write every success story, every success book tells you to write your goals. But we provide a, a venue, a, a, a vehicle for you to write your goals, not print them out and look at them. Okay. And then when you complete the class, you get a certificate. There's a certificate that comes with it. You fill it in. And then the, the other portion is we do a mastermind session. After you've taken the class, a part of that class piece is to be a part of a, we'll do a mastermind session where you get a chance to debrief. You know, many times you, you read stuff, you hear stuff, but you just like to ask a question. Right. <laughs> Right, right. Get so, someone else's yeah. perspective, perspective yeah. in the group. Yeah. yeah, perspective rather than the group. Okay. And so that's our current project. We're taking the principles in the 12 universal laws of success and applying them through the new you for the new year home study course. And it's for you. The new year starts whenever you make a decision to change. That's right. That's it's, right. That's right. You don't have to worry <laughs> right. about the calendar. Somebody said, well, what about, Nate? hey, the moment you make a decision to change your life, that's your new year. That's going to lead to this, Dr. Harris. I can't let you go. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we're just about done. I'm going to jump the gun, but I'm going to get him to finish off this, this episode and this video with his last words. But I'm going to use my words. As you always know, when I finish, I always say, don't condemn, don't complain, because you have a choice to make a change. But I'm going to let Dr. Harris, it's in his book, The Affirmation, the dance feel. Finish off with that one. Today is what? It's the most awesome day. Today is the most magnificent day <laughs> of my life. That's Health, right. Well, well, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money come to me in great, great abundance. All right. Yes, 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 yes. Man, I appreciate you, man. I thank God for meeting you at that time, man. And thank you for your time, Dr. Harris, man. 
My pleasure. And keep up your good work, Nicholas. Thank I'm you, so proud of you, man, because it's going to take you the next generation. Okay. You're, you're in that power stage right now. Right. And your message, your show, your program, the things that you do are going to be are like seeds that you're planting. And Thank others you. can come along and benefit from them. So continue your great work. And I'm honored to be here and look forward to another episode with you. Thank you. Thank you. One more, because I'm not, this is my podcast show, so I can edit it out or whatever. I want to thank you for giving out your videos. You have every Saturdays and Fridays or whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, you go on YouTube, Facebook or whatever. He's going to give you the knowledge. And that's, that's, that's why I done my podcast, because you have history. The Indians had histories on their caves and their walls where they can tell their, their family. You have so much history on, on internet. It's just out there. So it's because of you, Dr. Harris. I want to make this. I'm not editing this out. So I just want to prove that point. I thank you. I know it's plenty of people that read your book and they hear from you. Thank God for you. And you, I want you to keep enduring, man. I appreciate you. Okay. So thank you so it. much. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one. See you on the next episode. I'm going to finish off my part. Don't condemn. Don't complain because you have a choice to make a change. Here's an example. Have a great day. Remember, the best is yet to come. That's right. Thanks for joining us on the Nicholas Brown Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.nickbrowninc.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like this show and you are a new real estate investor, then check out one of Nicholas's free reports called the Wholesale Dominator Report. Also located on our website, www.nickbrownie.com slash free reports. Be sure to tune in for our next episode. And remember, don't condemn, don't complain, because you have a choice to make a change. Have a great day.